Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What's going on? How are you? I'm great, man. I was watching horse racing behind you. I know. I do. Th- Aqueduct was fast, apparently. Nick is obviously We have the huge, NFL but, Network. Turn that well, on. It's your cable subscription. The Combine's going on. Because whenever Nick is not on TV, you hear that? fill in with the Some guy at the stuff. Combine last night from Penn State. His name's named Chop. You're talking about the guy who Chop weighed like Robinson? 350 pounds. Oh, like he's a, but he was a defensive end. He's really good. I saw him play in college, but he... As a defensive end, he ran like a four four forty yesterday. Okay, I did. I That's saw. A good I just name saw the for defensive end. Chop Robinson. Chop Robinson. Did you see? Uh, it was pretty crazy. Speaking of the forty, did you see Tom Brady's thing on Instagram? Yeah, he beat himself. Yeah, did you see that snow yeah. cone? I, th- I don't remember exactly what the time was, but Brady uh, talked like, about today what his, he beat his. Uh, it was yeah. on Instagram like yesterday. yesterday but yeah, yeah, today. Today's new time. time. Yeah, okay. he beat his. Yeah, wow. at, at, forty four, time. At forty six. He beat the time that <laughs> we got to start doing that. TV twelve man. Like that's it, a pretty good mm-hmm, commercial yeah. for it, right? I mean, I don't know. What else you need? Because he it wasn't he beat it more than once. It was like he kept getting lower. Actually, you can go oh, on wait, his Instagram. Was, Mikey's running. Oh, here you go, Mikey Shanistrill. Here's this is from his Instagram snow cone. Twenty four years ago, I ran a five two eight forty yard dash. If we have some extra time, maybe we give the forty one more shot. Let's see if we can level up. Let's go. Five one eight. 512 on the second. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Next year it's gonna be faster. 
Yeah. So he's 46. He ran a 5.28 at 22. He ran a 5.12 the other day. So faster now. There you go. At 22. That's definitely not. I don't think that I'm uh, in any way better at anything that requires athleticism now. Not Could that I was ever see, any good then, um, but. Chris Jones talk about this? About the combine? Yeah. No. What, what oh, man. Saying? He ran his 40 and his, his <laughs> fell out. What? Well, like, out know, of his underwear. And there's. Uh, is he wearing gym shorts? His wiener's flapping. Oh, okay. But it's, it's, it, it's not out. It's out of his, it's out of his pants. Oh, it's like you can see it. <laughs> yeah. Like when my brother yeah. said goodbye to my mom. Yeah, that he day. presented it. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you'd think you'd wear underwear and... I think it was just the way they wear. Look, if you look what they wear, somehow, I mean, I'm guessing... You're trying to wear something like... Like this, Chris Jones is well endowed, apparently, and it came through the little hole there. Yeah, I guess you need uh, a better better pocket for your fly. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yes. There are certain boxers, yeah, as they, men will you know, know, where it, just, it does fall out sometimes. And there's others where, it, you know, the... Uh, I don't know what exactly they wear, but they call them the Underwear Olympics. That's what they call them, so... yeah. So anyway, these guys are running, and nobody's interested in this with me. But it's interesting. No, obviously people are interested because I see it talked about online constantly. Uh, and I, I had even seen, and I'm not a huge sports guy. I had seen what you were talking. about. I saw a headline. About, oh yeah, about that yeah, guy, defensive end yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I saw uh, images of him running. Yeah. So yeah, and I, think, I like it. You see those guys, like you know, if you're a big college football fan, then you know who Chop Robinson is. But if you're not, and you're even a casual college football fan, you watch, but. Not, you don't really need to know who that guy is, right? Right. He's on the third or fourth best team in the Big Ten. Who cares? I like to see, man, that guy probably made himself in that 40-yard dash two, $3 million yesterday. How so? Because he's, so, he's going to move up in right, slots. Right, yeah, like yeah. Everybody's like, oh, yeah. you were a late first-rounder, second-rounder. Yeah. Now they're like, four, four, seven. Yeah. Ooh-wee, somebody's going to take him 16th. I mean, you make yourself money, man. Yeah. There was a guy on Michigan yet last year. It was just a pretty average defensive back, and uh, he ran like a four-two-five, and they were, they were you know he probably made himself five six million dollars just running that 40, 40. Crazy, yeah. It's important. Yeah, I'm sure you get nervous when you get yeah. up there like this. I did it. like seeing both the Harborough brothers though, and this is too football centric, but everybody runs the forty. They were standing at the twenty, the brothers because they both coach in the NFL mm-hmm. now, timing the big guys' twenties. And they were talking about, they're like, what? what Why this guy's never going to run a 40-yard yeah. dash. I, I, I want to get him in 20. I would say, how fast could you move 20? I don't care if you get tired at 25 and you run slower. I've I'm thought like, that before. Got me too. I'm like, why are they running that far? That's not, that is never going to happen. I mean, maybe Mm-mm. twice in their career if they have a long career right. and they pick up a ball. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? Yeah. I mean? But it's still, it's just and not going to be an issue. They're just, you know, rumbling, bumbling. Right. You don't need it. It's not going to be know? an issue. Someone's going to be faster, so <laughs> right. it doesn't matter. Right. Speaking of uh, the draft. Anyway, sorry stuff, about that. I saw that the, I don't know who the guy is, some pro football guy, uh, writer, pro football Focus? Have you ever heard of Pro Yeah, of course. Okay. BFF? Okay. Um, I, think no, that's, I know that. I, I think that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. uh, just making sure I'm saying it right. That's, you, what's you know his name? Um, is that Collinsworth? Yeah, he okay. owns it, I think. Yeah, oh, does he? Yeah. Okay. So someone from there, I think it was there, was saying the Chiefs obviously have uh, the number 32 pick overall and they won right. the Super Bowl. But someone from there was saying that the Chiefs should get this wide receiver from Georgia. Now, I don't watch college football. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Lad McConkey? Yeah, Lad yeah. McConkey. Lad McConkey? Lad, Lad McConkey, Phil McConkey's son. Lad McConkey. Oh, old Phil man's son. <laughs> well, I, I thought maybe you would know him only because he played for the Giants uh-uh. with Phil Sims. Uh-uh. He was a really good wide receiver. I don't remember McConkey right. at all. 
No, Bill at that McConkey's point, son. At that point, I was a kid. I mean, I was really little. I was good to know if I we knew got a receiver first, right? LT's he was a star, name. though. Phil McConkey was a star. What did they call him? They called him something. But um, yeah, Lad McConkey's good. But I, I don't think they'll need to. I don't know. I don't need no ultra smooth route runner. So yeah. They said would be the ideal first. Pick That's what they say the about Chiefs. white guys, man. It, yeah, white guys. Oh man, he can run around. Who <laughs> we? He can run around. I tell you what, this guy high football IQ. Mm. Goes over the middle, man. That guy can catch a ball over the middle. The high IQ thing, yeah. It, it's yeah. funny. You well, it's that. like you know, with you know, I guess it's changed a little bit. I shouldn't say that. I bet you Phil McConkie's pretty fast, but and Christian McCaffrey's, McCaffrey's the best running back, yeah. and he's white. But so you the watch world's McCaffrey changed. And honestly, and this is going to sound racist, but I'm like, is he black? Because he's so fast and so good. <laughs> right. And I know it, just, it, it really, no. and it probably is racist. But I, I, I watch him, and I'm like, man, that, because it, if you that watch guy like you know white, but you know. Highlights of white running backs, it's with the exception of you know, it's way different. Hey, of course, it's yes. John Riggins, and right? Mike Allstott, yeah. guys who can't can't tackle. Yeah. A lot of it's in black and white, right? And they're one, and they're getting tackled from behind, you know. And just watching how they just, I don't know, just watching white people in general. <laughs> but, but but yeah, I don't know. There's something about McCaffrey that it's it's it, it is totally hard to believe, and I might get in trouble for that. But I know there's a guy who just made himself money. Look at that. What he did? Some guy who just ran like. Three yards faster than Sauce Gardner, a cornerback from Toledo. Oh, that's what you like to see. Like this guy played at Toledo, man. You're like, man, you just made yourself money. I was watching something last night. I thought of you. There was uh, there's a show, uh, Murder Under the Friday Night Lights, and I know you like Friday Night Lights. I watched that. I like true crime. Okay. I thought maybe we had discussed an episode yeah. or two. There's a new season out. Okay. And there's a, there's a story that I don't remember, but apparently ESPN covered it at the time. But there was a, a, a kicker who became a punter. He was a kicker, a punter. He played for Northern Colorado, okay. uh, University of Northern Colorado. Okay. And they had been a D2 school, but they had just gotten moved up to D1. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember which uh, conference they're in. It's like the Big Sky Conference. Does that yeah, sound right? Man, maybe? this is, yeah. You're tying it all together because if I'm correct... Dylan McCaffrey's brother played at Northern Colorado. Oh, and his, really? Or Chris McCaffrey and his dad coached there. Really? Well, this is almost like you planned it. Wow, yeah. Well, that's why I brought it up. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was watching an episode of, of it last night, of this show last night, and they were talking about this this kicker who, on the team, there were three or four different kickers who were kind of fighting for the position or whatever, okay. you know, And but they're all on the team, I guess. And this dude is, I guess he's the best punter. They make it out like he was the best punter. Right. He thought he was going to the NFL. Like, he had actual hopes. Now, I don't know if you're playing at that school what the odds are. But if you're a good punter, maybe, right. I don't know. I don't and think it matters. They acted like he was great, but they could have just been saying that for the show. But he's, uh, he's walking to his car one night, or maybe he just gotten out of his car, and it's dark out, and some guy comes up to him in a hooded sweatshirt with the hood pulled all the way around, so just his like eyeballs sure. and nose is showing. And he starts stabbing him. He tries stabbing him in the, the, the chest or the stomach, according to the guy who got stabbed. Um, but he says that he fell on his back, and when the guy lunged at him to stab him in the chest, he put his legs up like this. But he'd already been stabbed at that point in the, in the leg. In oh, the, no, so that's like his punting eight, leg. Yeah, of course. Right. So uh, this guy lunges at him to try and stab him again, but he, he, he puts his legs punter? up. Well, turned out to be a different kicker, yeah, Man. on the team. And I was like, I've never heard that story before. Me neither. They interviewed a guy from ESPN, and he was like, you know, you could tell he was kind of like, we don't, we wouldn't normally cover the school all that much. <laughs> but he's like, you got a kicker stabbing yeah, another stabbing kicker another on the team. Spot, yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. And then I was thinking, you know, the only other example I can think of, like, uh, well, there was that is Nancy Kerrigan. Baylor stuff. What was, what was? I don't remember exactly what happened. Somebody killed somebody at Baylor. We watched a documentary about it because they were were they then on the they same covered team? it up. No, but some someone who was competing. We watched with them? a documentary about it. Just 
on it or something. Me and you both watched it years Boy, ago. That ain't at this point. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, the only the only time I can think of like uh, athletes take trying to take each other out by physically harming them as a competitor um, or a teammate is the well, there's the, the documentary of the boxer who finally admits that he took the padding out of the gloves when he boxed the guy. Okay, yeah. That's you a know great what? documentary. And they tracked true. that guy down. He's like, I didn't know anything about it. And by the end of it, he's like, man. And that was low-key, a yeah. lot more low-key. But and I remember yeah. people accusing him of it. That still counts. You know, it's called sure. Disgraced. Disgraced. There you go. 2017. Go. All right. Netflix. Wrapped it all up. So hopefully, and, you know, some of this uh, thought salad that we had here <laughs> to open up a Friday, hopefully you found it interesting. I think there was some good stuff <laughs> in there. Bye. What do you think? The Church, the Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! What's going on? All right, so you watched it. I'm I so did. excited. Lazo watched this new Netflix documentary. It's called American Conspiracy, The Octopus Murders. He had to get past the name. Had to get past well, the name. Well, it made sense what they called it that. Yeah. Once, I, But uh, the name turned me off from it. Right. I'm watching it. I'm I, like, oh, I'd oh. never heard of it until it came out. I just saw yesterday morning, or day before, I saw... Uh, uh, before I left for work, it was they were running a trailer for it on Netflix. So I guess I get little notifications on my phone that right. says, like, you know, hey, this is out. And then I saw the Duplass brothers had produced it. And I was like, oh, true crime. I'm, I'm interested. Reporter Danny Casalero was found dead over the weekend in a motel in Martinsburg, West Virginia. Local authorities quickly ruled his death a suicide. It just didn't, it didn't sit right in my mind. I'm thinking they killed him. Okay, so the story revolves right. around this guy, Danny Casolaro. He was a writer, and yeah. he had started working on a book in the 80s. Um, well, yeah. And into the early he, 90s. Yeah. What? Well, he gets started, like, it's, he's a... He, Originally supposed to be an article, and but, he realizes he's But he writes on tech. Book. Yes. Tech is his day job, mm-hmm. right? He was, and the, the tech scandal in this is what gets him started. Right. He's just a writer, a who, freelance writer who writes on computers. Yep. Before computers were big and popular. Yep. And then he catches on to this story about this government software scandal called Promise. And there's so much information that's that he thinks he's going to write an article. It's kind of like when John Krakauer wrote uh, into the, not Into the Wild, but uh, the one about mountain climbing. Oh. You know, it starts off as a, they'll write an article about this. Into thin air. Into thin air. Yeah. Like, I've got enough to do a book here. So as he's trying to follow this scandal that originates, like Laszlo says, in an area, his area of expertise, like right. writing about tech, he starts finding more and more supposed secrets and cover-ups and all these interesting things that are going on starts learning about some mysterious deaths and it's it's this twisted web of you know government shadowy government figures figures and characters and and real people real life people that he's talking to that have stories absolutely at least are based in truth. Yes, because even if you don't know any of these stories, uh, whether you're too young or you live through it and you just don't remember it, as they're showing you in the beginning of this documentary, a lot of these things that he was learning about, you see that a lot of these stories were being covered on cable news, that networks were talking about. And the things that we probably should have learned. Yeah. And you know, even if you weren't born, like, you know, you should probably have an idea of the savings and loan scandal. Right. but right? Even, You should have an idea of the October surprise and the yeah, Iran hostages. So. For sure, that stuff. But even like the promise stuff, when you learn, right. I didn't know anything about a, a lawsuit against this, you know, the, right. the, 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 the government because, you know, over allegations that computer software yeah, was, but it was being but, covered. But it was being covered at the time. And it's probably not something that you that would stand out necessarily that you would remember. It wasn't a big zeitgeist, I, I don't think. Mm-mm. So you're getting... This information, and and you are aware that okay, this stuff is at least based in yes, and uh, these people that he's talking to are real people. people. So it's not like yeah, it's a conspiracy theory movie, but it's not like just outlandish stuff with nothing to back it up. 
a lot of the stuff is based in truth and fact, improvable mm-hmm. truth, and people that he could track down and talk to. Yes. So, like, like the best conspiracy theories generally are. Right, There's some sure. truth and there's some people right. that... Can, and then you're like, well, is this guy telling the truth now? Now, yeah. what we do know is that... And I'm just giving you an example. It doesn't matter. But we do know, as this guy's saying, he was, you know, high intelligence in the CIA. Where you're like, well, is that true? Well, you find out that that is true. Yeah. Now, what else is he telling me what's yeah. true? That's where... Yeah. So it's, it's better than just, uh, I think this... And here's this guy who's telling yeah. me this who has no qualifications. It's like, no, this guy really did invent a computer program. Right. And it really did get sold yes. to the U.S. government. And he really did go to court. And get, he did and get And he ripped really off. did lose yeah. all his money, right? Yeah. So you're like, and that project really did go to another company that the was, guy who owned it was very good friends with George Bush. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's all true. Yes. So you're like, okay, well. Where do we go from here? And I right. think that's where it's like, well, okay, all that's true, which makes the move documentary great. Interesting. Because yeah. it's just not and the characters, like, well, none of this is provable. It's, it's like, like a lot Q-Anon of this is provable. Stuff. Yeah, it's not QAnon where it's like right. someone, someone, somewhere on a computer. Not even like today's news where it's like, you know, an anonymous source told us. It's not mm. anonymous. No, there's people who are giving this right. information. And in each instance, all that I can think of at least, each person that's telling you some crazy story, they have, we know that they are telling some, at least some truths. And in the beginning, I think you're just believing all of it because you're thinking, well, this is all documented. This is all true. As the film goes on, then you start to wonder, well, was this person, were they, were they mixing in some, some fabrications with the truth? Right. And then you start to think, well, wait, were they, were they lying on purpose or were, are they like mentally unwell? You're, right. you're asking all these questions. But what, ultimately, the movie is And I think what gets you to, just to, to, sorry to interrupt you, but I think what gets you to, at least for some of my age, so that, you know, what they start with is what they called the October Surprise. Yeah. And that was when Carter was running against Reagan. And I was little, man. I was in elementary school. But I remember my mom taking me to say, see Carter in a uh, parking lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, I, I can remember it. But I'm in elementary school. And I remember, you know, gas prices being high. I, but it's more like postcard memories because I'm little. Snapshots, but I remember, yeah. you know... Reagan crushing it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, me being upset, not necessarily knowing that I was a Democrat or a little, but I, you know, I went to the parking lot and saw Carter. So yeah. I didn't see Reagan, yeah. right? So right. That's my hey, guy. I was friends with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, and then, so that whole thing is based on there were hostages in Iran that they took them, and then when they, Carter could not get them released. And people were upset about the way Carter was handling the the Iran Iran hostage crisis. And so when they thought that he had a chance to win Carter, this really looked bad on him. And that's when people started calling him weak. And he, you know, he would wear cardigan sweaters and people called him weak. And uh, Reagan was this, you know, all of a sudden he was the first, even though he wasn't a cowboy, he played polo. Mm -hmm. They don't really get into this. He came out with that cowboy hat on and, right, like a gun toting. I'm like, yeah. I'll tell you what, these sons of bitches will get, if I'm president, yeah. I they swear to God. They would have never been. He said right. it in, his, in those ads. Right. They never would have been. They wouldn't have been hostages if I was president. This guy's a, basically you call him a giant puss. Mm-hmm. So, what we do know is that, for facts, Reagan then wins on his landslide, right? And two hours after Reagan wins, the hostages are free. 
I remember being a little kid, and I remember them announcing it over the school speaker. The hostages have been freed. And kids cheering and teachers cheering. Mm -hmm. And I remember to this day this kid sitting next to me. His name was John. His mom was the hot one. Oh, okay. Right? He's sitting next to me in class. He just looks at me and he goes, okay. And I'm like, what? Like, I don't, you know, I don't know anything. And he goes, oh, sure. They just waited two hours to release these guys. Like, Reagan didn't have anything to do with this before. It was so clear to a kid in the third grade that this was nonsense. That's not, it's like, Reagan didn't get into office two hours ago. He's not even in office. Right. right? Two hours ago, or inaugurated two hours ago. He hadn't even been in the White House yet. He didn't even know Mm. where to sit. Right. And he's already negotiated their release. Right. That was so obvious to a third grader yeah. at that point that yeah. this is bulls ass. Yes, and most and, and yet at the time, people a lot of people did say that. Uh, that I remember my dad, a like conservative, Carter was like, yeah, "Of course they released him, right?" They know and he'd go over there and turn it into a glass bowl. I'm right. like, no, yeah, no. But even they have Reagan on tape in this documentary saying, "Did you negotiate with the Iranians before the election?" He said, "I did not." Right. And I said, well, did anybody in your administration, and like, well, that I can't talk to you right. about. Which is right. basically saying, yeah, of course we did. Yeah. And so people know that as the October surprise. And they right. talk, they reference it in this movie because this guy, uh, uh, Danny Casolaro, he was, you know, as he's first starting to go down this, this, this journey, this road, learning, which right. again started with the computer software scandal. Uh, he starts meeting these characters and they're talking about having direct knowledge of these things that were right. had already been discussed and at this point pretty well documented. Like people know about the October surprise, right? So right. Uh, it, it shows that he, he has every reason to believe that these people might be grounded in reality. They right. weren't making a, a absurd claims. It's just that they were claiming that they were either directly connected to these incidents or indirectly right. connected to these incidents. And the way so, they tie that with the computer thing is... This one company had made this promise software. Another company had a software like it, right? Mm-hmm. But they also, the guy, uh, the CEO of their company was an ex, you know, CIA guy who was friends, friends with, with Bush Reagan and, and Reagan. And he wanted his company to get the deal with the government, with the government for that computer, for the software. And in that, he was the guy that they sent to give the Iranians $60 million, not to release the hostages, until because they were president. going to release mm-hmm. them. They gave them $60 million to not release them until after the election. Right. So that's how it this all, all gets tied together. And right? that's when this guy... So this and guy, that's where I'm like, that's all true. Right. And even though I can't prove it, I absolutely believe it. There's, I believe it in my soul that that is what happened. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. And then that gets you, if, if you're really a history buff, that gets you into the Iranian con- contra affair, right? Mm-hmm. And then how they did drugs for money, mm-hmm. or drugs for guns, we, and, and I believe that, and we know that. Yeah. I mean, that's the, people talk about, that's Reagan saying, uh, I don't recall, 82 times on the stand or something. I still right? in my heart want to believe that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't recall. Yeah. Well, yeah, all right. Well, okay. Yeah. So, we, I mean, right. Again, we know though, that. All that stuff is to show that it's, I thought at least, to show that this all starts with stuff that was not... Uh, outlandish. It was stuff that Absolutely. Was, these were real scandals that were really being discussed. And oh, some well, of them had been just proven. That, yes. L- let me just say that. It wasn't... It's not outlandish now. Mm-hmm. But at the time, as he's chasing that story, it was a little bit more outlandish. More yeah, late right, 80s, you see what I'm saying? Now we're like, like of that. course Reagan did that. Yeah. Guy was a complete dip-ass, right? right? But of course Bush did that. He was the high, head of the CIA. Of right. course he did. Right. Well, now we look at that stuff and we're like, but at that time, while well, he was chasing it, it was still a little bit more like, what are you looking into, Danny? Right. Like, what is that, right? right? 
Now, if you were like, hey, I'm looking at the Iran Contra affair, people would be like, we know. Yeah, we know what happened. Yeah. Uh, they, they sold guns for drugs. Oh, got a show on Fox News. <laughs> like, yeah. whatever. Uh, so, the plot of this movie, though, the basic rundown is that as this, this guy's working on this book forever, and he's, he's supposedly very close to finishing the book. And he even tells his family, he's been talking for years at dinners and get-togethers with the family about the book and giving them updates. And he, at one point, tells his brother, whom he's very close with, you know, I'm close to releasing this book, and I've gone down a lot of these, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with dangerous people here. If anything happens to me, uh, it wasn't an accident. Yes. He tells his brother this. And then, mysteriously, he goes to meet, he's supposed to be meeting with one of the last, if not the last person he needs to interview to finish up this book and get it to a publisher. He, and he goes to this motel and he's found dead in his hotel room with a bag over his head and his wrist uh, slashed, sure. like yep. a, a lot, like really slashed. So they interview people who are on the scene and this becomes a whole thing. Did he kill himself or was he killed? And they show old cable news footage of mm. respectable people, people, government officials who were like, this guy did not kill himself. Yeah, I mean, former was, Department of Justice yeah, attorneys like, this is worse than Watergate. Yeah, he said it's worse than Watergate. And he was on all over cable news <laughs> yeah. saying, no, he did and not they, kill they himself. they murdered him. Yeah, so it wasn't a crazy thought at all. So again, it wasn't just this outlandish Donald Trump fake news. Right. And if you watch it, it's crazy how the news was so much different then. Yeah. It really was people trying to break stories. Mm-hmm. But and, thought, and, like, really trying to get to the bottom of it, you know, like, hey, what did happen? Like, even on your local news. Yeah. Like, that's just not a thing that happens anymore. But I You're thought, lucky if you get a local news channel to be like, hey, we went to the apartments and asked them why they raised the water bill when it really... Like, that's what they're breaking. It's not like... I can't imagine a local person here being like, Danny Casalero was killed in the hotel room. We're going to find out why. Yeah. Who, I mean... That just doesn't happen anymore. It's crazy to watch those local stories do that. Well, I thought that it was an interesting story about this conspiracy, and you can, you know, you're trying to make up your mind. How, you know, how do you feel at the end of these four episodes? Do you think he killed himself? Do you think he was killed? But it also, as this story is unfolding, because the first episode, and even maybe the first couple episodes, but certainly that first episode, it's just kind of a rehash of, like you said, things right. we kind of know from history, sure, and how this guy was covering it or involved in it. But it slowly becomes an entire, I thought, documentary about conspiracy theories and how you can be sucked into a conspiracy theory, what makes for a good conspiracy theory, you know, and what is the difference between a conspiracy theory and something that everyone should believe to be true. You just don't have that one last bit of, of truth. You know, is there ever a time when everyone should just believe something, even though there's not the last little sliver of truth? It's not like, again, QAnon, where you're saying this will happen tomorrow and it right. doesn't happen. Who's writing this? We don't know. It's anonymous. This is much more nuanced than that and, <clears throat> and a lot more based in reality because you've got all these real figures. And it goes into so many things about, you know, government officials who are probably working for the CIA, working on Indian reservations so right. that they could avoid, uh, you know, laws. <laughs> and uh, they approve it. Like, yeah. It's, they it's go into it and they're like, they think this guy killed this guy. I don't yeah. have to ruin it for you, but I think this one guy killed this guy. That's the guy I think looks like your brother, by the way. That's what you said. I got, yeah. figure, I got that. Did you Did you think he does it I don't see it, but okay. okay. Anyway, uh, well, like, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, man, that's your brother with gray I, hair. I have to go back and look at it. Um, but they're like, we think this guy killed this guy. And you're like, okay, well, I, yes, I mean, I guess he would have a reason to, but it doesn't mean he did. Yeah. And then they're like, five years later, he's in prison for 23 years for hiring people to kill five other people. You're yeah. like, well. Yeah. That gives it a little bit more. Like, it's if I'm crazy. Danny Castellano and I'm facing it, and I'm like, well, I don't know about this. And then I'm still following it, 
And then they're like, yeah, well, he just got arrested for hiring people to kill five other people. I'm like, well, goddamn. Yeah. Now I got to go back here, right? Yeah. It's, it's so... How about if you're the guy who made this documentary? Because this guy, we get the impression, found out about this the murder of Danny Castellano, which happened in like 91, I think, right. 91, 92, somewhere around there. And so this guy uh, looks to be, what, a couple years younger than me, my age, Maybe, something like yeah. that. So he's a millennial, I would guess. He finds out about this story and then decides that he's interested in it, and he and his buddy are going to make this documentary. Well, by the end of this thing, it looks like he had been following the story every bit as long as the actual Danny Caslero, because they go back to old clips of him yeah. when he looked about 15 it years younger. It took me a couple of times to realize that was him. Yeah, that's I'm like, him. who's the young guy they keep going to? Right, and he'd been following this story for so long right. like, and, and gotten you know, so wrapped up You do have to rewind it a couple times, because that first time they cut to him, I'm like, wait, is there another younger guy who's following this? Oh, Older guy, to he's going to do it too. I was I'm like, oh no, it's the same guy. I was just shocked that he'd been doing yeah, it. Yeah, he looks so long. different. And also, how much he looks like Danny Kessler, the guy making the documentary well, by the yeah. end, and they're using him the as a reenactor. Yeah, her, her, her Danny's friend says, "Wow, you know, you even look like." But him. I also thought he didn't look like him when he started. No, but even he like becomes he him as time him. goes on. It's crazy. His yeah, hair, grow- hair yeah, like exactly. Him, yeah. And by the end of this thing, like, man, you look. Like the guy that you have been covering, and you've been absorbed, consumed with this story for however many years. But at the end, I think it's fascinating. Do you think it's worth the watch, or do you think he died? Uh, And do you you think think he was murdered? I think he was murdered. Okay, like how out of percentage wise, eighty percent. I was going to say seventy. Eighty percent. I'll say. I mean, 80%. maybe even like I'm leaning more towards ninety than I am seventy. Okay. How about that? Okay. I was going to say eighty. Snowcone, you've seen one episode, right? Uh-huh. By the end of one episode, you are a hundred percent, right? Yeah. That he that he that he was murdered. Yeah. That he was murdered. Right. Yeah. Okay. But, I'm, but I know it's going to change. They bring it up a little bit of like. There's like, just well. so much information that by the end you're like, and you start to learn more about the people who are giving you this information, and I just think it's a good kind of uh, example of showing. Why things taken out of, why you always need context, even if it's context about the person who's giving you the information. Right. Hey, this guy gave information that we know to be true, so he's reliable. Well, what you learn later is he's also given information that we don't know to be reliable, you right? Think, right? So you think, you, you think. I'm with you, 80% that he was that, murdered. Yeah, you think that he was murdered then. Yeah. I mean, that, you think it. I, I lean heavily towards it, yeah. Right. There was, I got to a point where I thought I don't know if he you did need to kill be, himself. Right. I was really thinking that for a little bit. I was like, you know what? I, I didn't. Think I thought me. they brought up but like then, his money issues and stuff. I'm like, nah. But nah. then I was like, now by the end of it, especially after the the the, and they were like, well, where file. was he going to get this money? And I was like, I don't know, man. His brother was a doctor, right? Yeah. I just don't think like looking at him, his his best friend, that girl, she he had journalist friends. It just seemed like he ran with a crowd that he could have come up with the money. I felt like he could have asked his brother. That's what I get. Yeah, but he could have come up with money. the money. And the, the publishers were like, you don't have the book yet. So I get it. The $40,000 was going to save him if he could get the book published. But I'm like, you're so close. I don't think you give up on that when he did. Well, I think what they were saying saying is if he did, in fact, go to this hotel and he thinks he's finally going to get the person who can finally get him the information he needs to get an advance on this book and they stand him up or they don't give him the information he needs, he's just led around even more. I get it. They they. I mean, that's a part of the And the way they end the the documentary is so brilliant. I was like, nah, I don't think he's going to do it. The way they end the documentary is brilliant because... This same person who'd been involved with Danny is calling the, the guy making the documentary. Yeah. And the guy making the documentary is like, I'm done talking to this guy at this point. Right. But he calls me like, I got something for you. They're killing, and gonna, they're killing people. And he's like, all right, I got to talk to this guy one more time. Right. He gets sucked into it again. And it sort of ends I also, in, right before that ending, when the, he calls the other guy, he's like, I want to talk to you. He's like, oh, yeah, conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I want to talk to you a guy named this. And he's like, okay. 
hey, man, I got to go. And then he never calls him back. That's pretty crazy, I know. too. That guy was like an FBI agent or a <laughs> right, former yeah. FBI agent. And it and sounded that's... like he called him or he was going to be like, look, I'll just squash this stupid stuff. This guy doesn't know anything. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, it almost felt like he was like, oh, damn, he knows more than I thought. He's like, there's some crazy conspiracies about that one. And he's like, yeah, well, I did want to ask you. Here's some of the reasons. He's like, hey, can I call you back? <laughs> exactly. So it was almost so odd. Or, it's interesting. Right? Yeah. Or, but it, I think they did a good job of saying, I think a lot of that is based in when they brought that. Well, we don't have to talk about it. It gets two in the weeds. We can talk about it off the air. If you want to watch us talk about it on Twitch, yeah, you can yeah. do so. Well, we recommend watching it yeah. this weekend. And if you want to watch us talk about it on Twitch, we'll continue the conversation there. And we'll be back in a minute and talk about something else. The Church of Laszlo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! Hit me with that news. Well, the biggest news story in certainly America, I, I would assume probably the world right now, is sports related. Oh, really? I mean, we were all wondering what was going to happen here. We know... She had another year of college left. Oh. Will she stick around, or will she go make the big bucks? The NW, she probably make more college, I wonder. And, uh, With name, image, likeness. I bet you, I'm just curious. I saw they had uh, they have Caitlin Clark um, cereal at uh, Hy-Vee, but I, I was know. thinking uh, Hy-Vee, is, isn't that an Iowa grocery chain, maybe? Is that where the base is? Yeah, have? yeah. So I was like, maybe it's because they're Iowa-based. But still, she got her own cereal. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. And you made fun of me one time for talking about her breaking records. Now she's about to break the dude's record. She's only a few points away. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean. She's about to break the dude's record. She's going to do it. So Which record? It's all-time Most scoring. points against girls? Yeah. All-time scoring? She's about to break the guy's record? Yeah. That's impressive. Right? She already broke the women's record. Yeah, yeah what? That's impressive. I'd like to hear you argue that, how that's not impressive. All-time scoring. All-time scoring Men and women. Yes. She already already holds women's record. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. You see Lazo's demeanor? Well, I'm saying it's impressive. But this is a a record that men hold. This should be like a big deal to you, right? Well, men play against men. 
Well, I mean, that matters, right? See what I'm dealing with here, snow cone? Yeah. Well, that does matter. Well, I don't know. I never oh, played college okay. basketball. So whoever has they the record for the most points in college basketball is whoever That's has the most points in college regardless. basketball. Yeah. But, That's I mean, you don't think that would score more points if they played women's college basketball? I've been told that this is the record to beat and that if she has this record, holds this record, which she almost certainly will, then it will prove once and for all that, women that are she's the sports. greatest female basketball player, college basketball player of all time. Okay. Making her even better than the greatest male college mm-hmm. basketball player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> college basketball phenom Caitlin Clark says this will be her final season with the Iowa Hawkeyes. Clark made that announcement on social media. She said she'll leave college after this season and she will enter the WNBA draft. The 22-year-old uh, broke the women's major college scoring record this week. Now 18 points away from the overall record of Pete Maravich. Clark has one more year of college eligibility, but she is expected to be the number one pick. Well, yeah, I would think so. Number one. People are waiting for that decision. Of course she'll be number one. And, of course, I would leave, too. Why would you stick around? You know how much WNBA players make? The average WNBA salary is $120,000. I guess she could still get the endorsements. Mm -hmm. But it just feels like another year at Iowa to just keep killing these records, she could maybe make more from name, she, image, likeness than she could in the pros. But I don't she know. She doesn't have any records left to beat except her own. I mean, it, it just seems like she's so popular now in college. Like, if you could do another year, I don't know how much she's making in name, image, likeness, but I imagine it's a lot. Well, it better be $120,000 lot because that's the average salary of the well, WNBA. She can make player. more than the average. Well, there are 14 yeah. players in the WNBA that make over $200,000. As a matter of fact, there's a couple people that are making two hundred twenty-eight thousand, two hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars. Brittany Griner. So how could you actually? This says um, Caitlin Clark's NIL deals, at least from what they know right now, are just shy of a million dollars. So I don't know. You know, maybe she keeps that money in the WNBA. I don't know. Yeah, same endorsements or whatever. Yeah, it just feels like. Women's, well, I don't know. I don't follow it. Now, how much? It feels like women's college basketball might be more popular than the WNBA. Being honest, I've never. I honestly don't think I've ever been flipping through channels and come across WNBA. Really, like I don't know right. what it's on, but I know like they do a women's it. March Madness. I see them scroll the scores they, underneath. They put that up on like yeah, exactly yeah. like an ad. Hey, so. it's but. For a rookie contract, it says the contracts are non-negotiable except for circumstances involving undrafted rookies whose contracts can be one or two years. But they're talking about how much does a rookie make. So if you're picked uh, first through fourth in 2022, those people were paid $72,000. 2023, it was $73,000. And in 2024, it had gone up to almost $81,000. And by 2025, it will be $91,000. So as a rookie, we know she's going to go number one. I guess that means she'll make $91,000 with the WNBA for her rookie contract, I, that can't be right. First year right? players make a little less than eighty grand. Yeah, well, it's saying by twenty twenty five she'll make they, they've upped it to it'll be ninety grand. So it's eighty grand in twenty twenty four. So there's a little uh, article for you. Uh, Darren Ravel mm-hmm. posted after this that uh, Caitlin Clark chooses a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar pay cut. Uh, that Clark's NIL earnings at Iowa are substantially higher than it will be at the WNBA. First-year players make a little less than eighty grand. 
But Nicole Auerbeck from the Athletics shot back. Her massive brand deals will continue when she's a pro. Right. I'm beyond tired of people who should know better pretending that female stars going from college to pros is a pay cut. Insisting that he was not referring to endorsements, but rather the roughly $800,000 that is essentially an NIL salary that reigning AP Player of the Year earns from playing for Iowa. Name, name image like this. Mm-hmm. And he should also know that he should have access to the same information I do, which says that 2024, that's up to $81,000 almost. In 2025, it'll be $92,000. So, so, you know, she'll go in, tw- in what year is it now? 2024, right? So then she should be getting the $81,000. Plus, how much did they say she was making? Seven hundred and some thousand yeah, dollars. I mean, she'll get that. Likeness? No, I'm just saying that's how much she could make in name, image, likeness. That's well, you're saying, maybe you're saying maybe like, it's I more don't popular know. in college. Though. And well, I don't know. We don't have to get two in the weeds, about it. but some of the name, image, likeness is just a collective. Oh, it's so a it's whole? a collective of boosters from Iowa who are like, hey, let's you know she can transfer wherever she wants. Let's keep Kate and Clark here. So she's not really doing any endorsements. She's just getting paid. Mm. Right? right? Through the okay. name, image, through likeness. Collective. Okay. I didn't know through that. a name, image, likeness collective. They can okay. just pay people to They can to still stay. just pay you straight so up. So she leaves. So what, what this guy was saying was that she doesn't have to do any endorsements to get this $710,000. What you're saying is she's going to get $80,000, then have to keep these endorsements going in the WNBA. Well, she may not get that from boosters in Iowa who, if she goes to the New York Liberty, are going to quit paying her. Well, here's the real question. So I don't know what the highest paid person in the WNBA with endorsements makes. You know what I mean? With endorsements. Right. I don't know. The real question is... Seems like Nicole Auerbeck's really pissed, but again, she's a woman talking about sports, so what do I know? Who will get the sneaker deal? Adidas? Nike? Under Armour still makes shoes? I don't know. Keds? Who gets the sneaker deal? Taylor Swift? And then who... Doesn't Taylor Swift own Keds now? I don't know. And I thought she did. I'm being honest. Day, didn't she do like a big really Keds deal? I really don't know. Who? By who the way, I'm just kidding sneaker? about Nicole Auerbach. I, I actually do like her, and I listen to her podcast quite a bit. Who makes a sneaker, and will they make her sneaker in men's? Will they make men's version of the Caitlin Clark? Will men Ooh. be able to buy a Caitlin Clark the CC? Ideas? Yeah, whatever it's called. She's going to get a shoe, right? I've never heard of a. I can't remember a female athlete, a non-Olympic female athlete, being talked about this much. I'm being serious. Can you guys think of a female? Think of a female athlete, a non-Olympian, not during Olympics. I think Brittany Griner was talked about quite. She a bit. was in prison. No, 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 uh, during her college career. You Baylor. think she was talked about as much right? as Caitlin Clark, though? At Baylor, I think, I think yeah, she, was she talked about dunked. A lot. Like she people dunked. talked a lot. She but, was a big but, deal. The first woman but, to dunk. But to I, Rebecca so Lobo, much Caitlin Clark stuff. Just I'm inundated yeah, with it. And that's breaking what Brittany Griner was and, doing. Right. But you think it was? Big. You think it was bigger than this? No, I think it was this big. Really? Yeah. I think there's been women talked about like that, and I don't think it's a lot. But I think Brittany Griner, Rebecca Lobo, Cheryl Swoops. Uh, yeah. Cheryl Miller, were they both Cheryl's? Cheryl Miller. Yeah, both yeah. of them. I so do, I do think that they've been talking about Yeah, Cheryl about Miller them. was a big deal, right? Yeah, because Reggie used to say Reggie he couldn't beat the, her. Yeah. Did Brittany uh, get a shoe? She got prison time. <laughs> uh, right. Did she get a shoe deal? Do any of them Let's have shoe see. deals? Because I just feel like if I'm seeing cereal for this girl, she might get a shoe deal. Brittany Griner signs endorsement deal with Nike. An endorsement deal, but does she have her own shoe? I don't know if she shoe? gets her own shoe. Right. What if Caitlin Clark was the first Taylor one? Taylor Swift has Keds, I'm telling you. Okay, well, maybe she could do a deal with uh, Taylor Swift. Keds I don't know, could start making do, uh, uh, do, do Keds make anything other than that one shoe, that white loafer shoe? 
Are there other Keds? That's the only Ked I know. Also, I haven't seen Keds in a while. I had no idea Taylor Swift was involved with Keds. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, where's Kate Middleton? You guys have any theories? I know we went over all these theories about that documentary on Netflix. Sorry, but what about your theories about Kate Middleton? Where is she? Is she okay? The Princess of Wales, I think. We know that she had some sort oh. of surgery, but then she's just Sabrina Ionescu will have a shoe. The Sabrina one. Okay, so and they're not saying anything about that being the first sneaker, female sneaker. Not it's not just endorsing the brand, but to have your own I sneaker. Yeah. I just I can't think of one, but maybe there have been a bunch of them. And I said nobody because maybe they would only you made buy them the Sabrina one? I'd buy the Caitlin Clark for sure. Back to Kate Middleton. No one knows where she is. I hope she's not dead. Across the U.S. and U.K., many are asking one big question. Where is Kate Middleton? I just Princess Kate has not been seen in public that. since that walk to church on Christmas Day. She was admitted to the hospital in early January for what the palace called planned abdominal surgery and discharged two weeks later. Since then, social media has been full of concern and conspiracy theories, not calmed by the latest statement from the palace. We said we'd only be providing significant updates. That guidance stands. I don't have any evidence, but I feel like the CIA had something to do with this. Hmm. But we don't know. He's making appearances, and then he's saying and she's not there, and he won't answer questions, and then... He's supposed to, you know, go do something else mm. for the appearance, and he just disappears. So I Man. think there's something wrong with her. Shell Swoops wrong. had a shoe. Okay. Nike Air Swoops in 1995. Nike Rebecca Air, Lobo Nike had Air, a Reebok. Reebok Lobo. Nike Air Swoops? Air Swoops. Air Swoops? Air Swoops. I'll bet they didn't uh, make them men's. Lisa Leslie is another big name. She had Nike Total Air 9. And with her name on it? That was her Yeah, shoe? that was her number. <clears throat> okay. Well, then it's not unprecedented. There's track Maybe stars. making it in guys' sizes will be, or in guys' versions. Cynthia Cooper had the Air Cooper. Are they showing pictures of these on this yeah. website? And, and Nikki McRae had uh, Fila Nikki. Fila. The Fila Nikki. I never saw commercials for any of these or any type of advertising, but maybe it was all targeted towards women. I don't know. I think Caitlin Clark could get a shoe, and I think they might make it in snow cone size. Diana Teresi. Would you wear a snow cone? Oh, Diana Teresi. Candace Parker had the Adidas Ace Commander. Okay, I get it. There's been Brianna Stewart had the Puma Stewie. So it's already been done. So she'll certainly get a shoe. It just won't be the the first one. Uh, All right. Well, we got to take a break now. We'll take a break. Snow I'm just sorry, I mean, you game. brought it up. Lazo's I figured I'd look it up. Shoes. I get it. No, it's fine. Take a break. You're come just, back and finish. I mean, you're completely out There's like 40 people. I done. asked. I said, have there been women's uh, shoes like before? Like, Man, this is going to be a big deal. And, and I said, what if they made them in men's sizes? Yeah. Like if they made a men's version of the Caitlin Clark. Maybe they made these women's shoes in men's I don't know if you know versions. this, but women can wear shoes. They're allowed to in this country oh, nowadays. Jesus. Just t- hit the button, Snow Cone. The Church of Laszlo. <laughs> It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! Yeah? Well, yesterday they told us that Temu was the most dangerous app in America, period. Remember that lawyer saying that? God damn it. Chinese spying on us. Now, the Secretary of Commerce. There's a Secretary of Commerce? Good one. We all know the Secretary of Commerce. Who's that? The woman. What's her name? 
secretary, lady secretary. Hmm. Uh, she got brown hair. She says now she's not even talking about Temu. I guess that's literally yesterday's news. She's worried about Chinese smart cars. Chinese smart cars are like iPhones that drive places, Laszlo. They're iPhones on wheels. I've, I've heard of them. And they know a lot of stuff about us. And we should ban them because it's Chinese. They could get a hold of this. The Chinese government, the, the, they're communists, and they might get a hold of the information, and they might know where you're going every day, Lazo. Yeah. Exactly where your kids are practicing baseball. You want the Chinese to know that? I don't know why the Chinese would care. Well, exactly. That's the scary part. Why do they care so much about where you're going every day, Lazo? That's what bothers me. Why do they need to know that information? They can't really why, get why, any good why, information. Why from do they? Why, well, if you got a Chinese smart car, they would. I mean, you're using the Timu app, so maybe they've already got. Sometimes it's it. only embarrassing. Well, sure, it could be like every other Friday when I don't have the kids, my phone says to me, uh, "You're 15 minutes away from the liquor store." <laughs> it says it every. It's so. <laughs> Annoying. I would turn that off. Every other Friday, it just says, you are 15 minutes away from Indian <laughs> Creek Parkway. I'm like, God damn it, yeah, man. Yeah, you might want to turn that off. <laughs> well, you get a Chinese smart car. Maybe it'll just drive there well, for be you nice. every other Friday. It's like an iPhone it on me. wheels. Citing National Security, Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo is launching an investigation into the threat. The car knows your location. It knows your patterns, everywhere you're going, your routes. Uh, it's a your huge roots. amount of information. Did you go so far as to ban their technology? You know, finding your roots on PBS? It depends. It depends what we learn. Gotcha. We can do yeah. everything. Do you have that authority? Yes. Did you hear her? She said she has the authority to ban it. Ban it then. Ban it already. I like Croft 36 on uh, Twitch stream. Twitch.tv slash Churchill Agile says if the Chinese figure out how to suck on a chili dog, we're screwed. Yep. That is true. They won't then what's out, left? Though. They what won't do, figure it out. What do we have? If we don't have that, Chinese we have nothing. can't make chili dogs worth sucking. I no. tell you that right now. There's no way. They got a whole housing crisis over there. Right. Then we're not going to be getting their cars There's anytime soon. General Sows. Yeah, that's American. You could that, though. You could General uh, Snow Cone. What? You don't like I eat it like that. You get that sauce I understand, there? but you said you could bleep General Sows. Well, General Sow doesn't really exist. It doesn't matter. I said I could some General Sows. A thing you said, the other thing. What? Just General Sow? Bleep it. He's not a real general. It doesn't matter. I can't he doesn't say have I, anything. I, to I, s- you know, uh, Barbie, and then say, "Oh well, she's okay, not real." Okay, exactly. You can't say it, and like, "Oh well, she's not but real." But you literally can s- General Sows. Yeah, but then you said, it, "I'm not doing this Abbott and Costello bit with you anymore." <laughs> I said, we, "I want to do some real hard hitting news here," and you can s- General Sows, and I do it. I like to put it in my mouth and s- it. Friends over at Fox Four. You don't like to do that, Snowcone. He's doing it right now. He's literally got a. You don't like General Sows? I'm trying to beep all these. Just move on. Do you like General Sows? Of course. Okay. Do you sometimes (laughs) the sauce? (laughs) No, I eat it. You never, but you never dip it in. Oh my God! Move on. I'm just saying. People do it. People do it, and I do it. Well, you can say sucking on a chili dog. I think you guys are racist. A General Sows and a chili dog are the same goddamn thing. Well, I mean, not literally, but I'm not doing this anymore. They're the same thing. If I can say sucking on a chili dog, I could say sucking on General Sows. That I said you could say that. That okay. wasn't the thing that you said. What did I say? I'm not going back to this again. <laughs> I don't know what I said then. Fox 4 I don't get did it. a story about Oak Park Mall. A mall which is supposedly in the second happiest city on earth. Sure. Or the second happiest city in America, or the 15th happiest country. But still, the second happiest city in America, right? According yeah. to that thing this week. Have you been to Oak Park Mall lately? Do you go there much? I don't. 
So I've noticed uh, in the my last... My kids have gone there a couple times. In the last few years, they've gotten... Uh, there's a lot of... Uh, I mean, I guess the kiosks have been around for a long time, but there's become a lot more like hard-hitting salespeople. Like, hey, mm. try this. Hey, let me talk to you. And they're good. And something that my girlfriend and I both enjoy is a good sales pitch, you know? Give us Do your you sales pitch. you go to pitch. Old Park Mall? Like, you know, I went on Christmas Eve a couple years ago and did all my Christmas shopping. Maybe once a year. I, I, I've been with them the last year again. Uh, I took Landon when he was in town. He wanted to go. I think I've taken him both times. He likes going there. But you get these I people I used to go all the time when they were little. Yeah. I we used to go all the time. time used to go to the mall. that little mall play area in there. Yeah. We go to the Disney store. Everybody used to go to the mall, I think. You know, now it's just not... Not as popular. Well, they, they, you know, they, they didn't want to go anymore. But anyhow, these, these uh, salespeople can be pretty aggressive. And they sell you, which we have bought this stuff, they sell expensive, some might say overpriced, mostly skincare products. It's like beauty products. Oh, and yeah. Brooke likes this stuff. They'll give you creams. They'll give you this snail oil lotion for your face, all that stuff, right? So what happened is there's been some autistic uh, shoppers at the mall who feel that they were um, the victims of kind of predatory sales pitches, that they were trying to say no and they couldn't. And Fox 4 interviewed some of these people and talked to one of these guys. He's got autism and... Um, Wait, who's he had, got autism? The guy from Fox 4? No, no, no. Fox 4 talked to one of the guys who has autism who, who went to the mall and feels like he got ripped off by oh, these guys. Oh, he wasn't a salesperson. Like, no, feels like he was a victim of these salespeople and that it's uh, too aggressive and he lost a lot of money and he can't get it back. I was just walking around trying to enjoy myself. When a young woman standing outside a store complimented his shirt and offered him some hand lotion. Pretty soon, he was inside the store. Uh, yeah, me too. Chair She's like, hey, the- by the way, his shirt. If went- I'm at the mall and any woman says, hey, nice shirt, here's some hand lotion. You want to come in this room with me? I'm like, yes. Yes, and they put it yes, on your I hands for you. I don't you. have to have autism. They will put it on your hands. I love it. I love it. I love <laughs> the sales pitches. The, I'm not kidding. The last time that we bought stuff from some of these people, and I don't know if it's the same people, but somebody that was very first of all, one of someone I know ended up going on a date with one of these people. He literally asked the girl that I was with on a date, and she went on a date with him later. Also, my girlfriend ended up spending about four hundred dollars on lotions. Right? Who knows what God, uh, what well, it's actually know. worth? But you know, you know it, we yeah. thought it was good stuff. <laughs> yeah. If it costs more, Did it feels like it's it better. Later? Huh? Did you get to enjoy any of it? I used it with her, yeah. The snail oil stuff I love. Mm. you got to try that stuff if you haven't. It doesn't even make any sense. What, what? is snail oil? They get it from the secretion of snails. I'm and not it, putting it, that it, in my tight, face. it tightens your skin. Oh, it's great. I'll tighten it, your skin. It's great. So this guy, he gets uh, the same pitch that I've gotten uh, several times at the mall. Hey, try this lotion. Nice shirt. Uh, with me, they usually say, like, you're the best-looking guy I've seen in a long time. That's true, though. But That's not uh, a line. It always works. It always works. So actually, last time I was there, uh, which, again, was within the last couple of months, there was a guy selling tens units, you know, the little That's electronic. What you bought. I ended up buying one on Amazon, but this guy was trying to ch- charge like a thousand dollars for a tens unit. He's like, "This is no normal tens unit." I like them. It works while it's on. I don't think that, it, at least in my experience, it doesn't. Once you take it off, the the pain will come back. But while it's on, it feels good. It maybe just be a distraction like icy hot, but I like icy hot too. Anyhow, this this guy goes in. He's you just like trying General to mind, trying to mind his own business, and someone says, no. "Nice shirt. Do you want some lotion?" And they bring him in, and then they start some stuff. He's like, like, I want to leave. And getting the full sales pitch. Well, they wouldn't let me say no, no matter how times I wanted to. The saleswoman offered Corey to give him what he said were freebies. Those that weren't free were supposedly great deals. Autistic and living on a modest disability check, Corey admits he was getting confused. Yeah, everything. By the time it was over, he was out $744. He tried to refund it. You know, are I supposed to say living with autism? Is that right? That's, I think that's what you say. 
He's living with autism. I, I don't think you say is autistic anymore, right? I think it's living I with don't autism. Know. Anyhow, uh, I feel bad because, you know, I actually like these people. The whole reason we people go to that autism? mall. People living with autism? No, no, no. The salespeople. Oh. The whole reason we go to that mall is to get the sales pitches. Hey, sell us on your best hair straighteners, your lotions, all stuff. I like it. The TENS unit. The guy's got it. You know, he's, he's putting it on, and he's like, here, try this. And it is cool. But then I'm like, how much? It's $1,000. I'm like, well, okay, I'll see you later. Right. But uh, he definitely tries to stop you. You know, it's, no, 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 but I'll give you this other one. And t- today only, well, because I mean, you're smart. I know, for hey, look, uh, high-pressure sales techniques aren't new. Exactly. No. I mean, like you're explaining, we all know. We've all been to a car. No, I'm giving you an example of what happened at the mall. I know what I'm saying. Like, I mean, this guy could have gotten it at a car sales place. Well, right, exactly. Right. I do think that happening at the mall is, at least in my experience, is a fairly recent thing. I don't remember high-pressure sales at shopping malls when I was a kid. I don't really remember people doing that at all. It was more, I remember more the the high-pressure survey people. When I was a kid, they were always like, hey, you want to come back in this room and take a survey? Oh, see, always. There was always they in the mall. They do in Vegas a lot. I've had that in Vegas. Always. Like, I guess in Detroit in the malls. I don't know if it's like yeah, a big enough city or something. Well, maybe it's like some cities are test markets. I don't know okay. if that's it. But that could be it. Yeah. I've sometimes like you get restaurants where they have like only certain products there. Mm-hmm. So, But every time you went to the mall in Detroit. Did you ever do it? Yeah. Like one, well, one time I went in and it was in a... One time, me and a buddy, when they give you like, I'll give you five bucks if right. you do the survey. And me and a buddy went back there, and then I was like, this is like four pages long. I'm out of here. Like, I thought it would just be like a quick, she would ask me questions. was like, fill out this booklet. I'm like, you take it back. Right. Last time I did it, me and my buddy Chalen did it, and they took us into one of these rooms. and They said it was like a survey thing. We ended up watching shows. They were showing us mm. clips of different shows, and you have a button that you push. It's like, if you like what you're seeing, push this button. If you dislike what you're seeing, push this button. And if you really dislike it, you know, hold it down. If you really like it, hold this one down. So they just showed us these different clips, and I guess it's like for uh, uh, pilot episodes of shows mm. to try and figure out what they're going to put on the group. air. It's a focus group. It's like when we would do, uh, you know, have people yeah, listen sure. to music, right? Yeah, and it's like, what thing. do you like? Except for TV. And I'd never – I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. At the end, I'm like, well, I wouldn't – I wouldn't line up to do that again because I think they paid me five bucks and it took like 45 right. minutes or something. But still, I wanted to try the experience. Sometimes they'll offer you a little bit of cash and they'll also give you a coupons or something. Oh, speaking of which. Hmm. It's anyway, in- so what are they going to do? They give this guy's money back? I don't know. I didn't finish the story. Listen, <laughs> it's Employee Appreciation Day. For who? For you. What do you mean? It's, if you read your email, it's Employee Appreciation Day and they've got stuff for you down there. He probably can't even get it now, can he? I bet it's still down there. Oh, yeah. It's only it's, it's, you got time. Will you go get it for me? You got time. Well, there's like a. You got selections. It's like $50 for like seven different restaurants, and you choose which restaurant. There's Cafe Trio I saw. I think you like that place, don't you? No. Uh, I got La Bodega. What else? I, I mean, I don't dislike I can't any remember of the rest places, of them. I do like Cafe Trio. Those are the only two I'd heard of. Well, go, go down there. I'm just saying, make sure, go you, down make sure you go, you down, go down, there. down there. I told you that's what was going to happen. She told you to bring some up for him. Or no, she said to send us down, didn't she? Yes, Ooh. she said to send you guys down. Oh, you didn't go either? That's the Secretary of Commerce, huh? You didn't go either? I haven't been down there yet. Where are they? Downstairs. Joe's office. They're in an office? They're mm-hmm. all just sitting there. Joe. It's who employee appreciation. Joe? Oh, my God. Well, I don't know who Joe is. We only have like 10 coworkers. Names I've never met memorize. anybody named Joe before. You've met her a million times. I've only met Joe we used to work with in Seattle. Lazo. That's the only Joe I know. She, you say hi to her, which is somewhat rare for you. You say hi to her when she walks in the hall. She's one of the friendliest people in the world. I don't know who she her is. Her dog had surgery. No idea. I'll show the, you where it's at. She gave put the blanket in here. Who I'll go show it? you where it's at. 
I'll go show you where it's at. And Joe, he knows who you are. I, he does. I've never put the name to the face, Joe. It'll <laughs> be nice to do that here in a second. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Remember how we've been saying for years that what this country needs is someone to come along and say, hey, let's stop hating one another. Let's stop with all the partisanship, the right versus left, the culture wars. No. Let's come together. Who said that? Okay. I've, we've said we need a politician to come along and be a populist. That didn't have to be a bad word. And say, hey, I think we can all agree what we really want is to quit all the fighting. I don't want that. And to start finding solutions to our problems. I don't want that. And getting along. Let's start like working together. the animosity. Well, Representative Tom Suozzi. Yeah. He says he's Nailed determined. It. And he got a standing ovation. Did you see his little speech, Snowcone? You're our political uh, affiliate. I did not. Oh, I thought you were there. Mr. Speaker, on the night of my election victory, I promised the people of Long Island and Queens I would deliver a simple message to this chamber. Wake up. The people are sick and tired of the finger pointing Mm. and the petty partisan bickering. They want us to work together. No, they don't. Yes, we do. No, they don't. We all know what politics has become. Let's think about what it could be. Mm. Well, I may be the only one being sworn in today. What if we all see this as a fresh start? What if we all took this chance to break some of our bad habits? Like what? What if today we remembered why we ran for office in the first place? Money. Let's get back into the solutions business. Mm. God bless the men and women of this chamber. God bless the important work we do. And God bless the United States of America. Mm. Thank you. How about that? Bipartisan standing ovation. He got him. He got both parties to stand up and clap. We found him, Snow Cone. We found him. We got our guy. We got our guy. Representative Tom Sweezy. From Long Island. Sweezy Tom, they call him. (laughs) Sleazy Sweezy. He's our guy. He's our guy. Tom Sweezy, he'll give it a try. That's that was our campaign. Uh, oh, good! You guys came up with that. Plan, yeah, man. he got Republicans to applaud and Democrats to applaud side by side. Perfect. So I guess we found our guy. Um, Tom Sweezy. Tom Swozy. Swozy Swozy. He's our guy. Uh, did you guys see the thing? I don't know why I thought this was so funny, but everything's been about Ozempic in the last what is it year or two years? I can't mm-hmm. remember how long mm-hmm. it's been. I I think I told you I listened to a thing uh, that was talking about how because it's out of that company's out of Denmark, their whole entire economy now has become based around that company because it's worth so many billions of dollars. Sure. The whole world wants it. All they have to do their biggest problem is just trying to manufacture enough of it. That they said it's basically like Saudi Arabia and oil at this point, and which is okay. can be dangerous according to economists, but whatever. They're making all this money, and there's all everything in their economy now starting to become connected to Novo Nordisk or whatever it's called because this drug is so popular, these GLP one drugs, and this is obviously theirs is the first and the most popular. Right. So I don't know why I just felt like this was the the funniest thing and the final nail in the coffin for a lot of these weight loss things. Did you see the news about Oprah? Mm-mm. Oh, this is it's the end of an era for Weight Watchers and Oprah. The company's stock plummeted after Oprah Winfrey announced she's leaving the board. Her exit comes after she revealed she's using diabetes drug Ozempic <laughs> to lose weight. That's it. I'm sorry, but uh, Weight Watchers has been around for I don't know how many years, yeah. right? And she, and there's no one, you know, there was no woman more famous than Oprah during time. She's still uh, one of the most powerful and richest and, well, and most known women. very much anymore. No, she does these, like, you know, commercials. I'm like, I always think, where have you been? What are you right. doing? I know you stopped doing your show years ago, but when your magazine, all that stuff, didn't you have a channel? Does the channel still exist? OWN? But when she bought 
or when she bought into Weight Watchers because she bought like a controlling share, didn't she? Yeah, I or have something. no idea. Yeah, she bought a big piece of it. She it endorsed them for a long time, and then she bought a big piece of it. Their stock went through the roof. But she's been talking about weight loss. I mean, since her show was on, I think since the 90s, she's done stuff talking about weight loss. And then she's been the spokesperson for this massive weight loss company, Weight Watchers, maybe the biggest, I'm just guessing here, but Lazo, when you and I were kids, you, we remember that there were there were Weight Watchers stores in every strip yes, mall, basically. Course. And you'd see, it was mostly women, but men too would go in yeah. there. And it, it became well, it more popular. Then they became, became men. Became men. Yeah. They, they did like a men's Weight Watchers Okay, because yeah. you started to see men uh, doing it too. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom did it when I was a kid. She there was different programs, I think, but she sure. did the one with the, the cards where yeah. it's like this is what you eat today, yeah. which seemed it was worth a, you have a lot of discipline. Was worth a little bit about points. Well, there's the points, and you can weigh your food on a scale. They'll send yeah. you a scale and all this stuff. But I mean, Oprah was a spokesperson for a long time. She she I think she bought part of the company, as I recall. But she's definitely the spokesperson for a long time. And then all we hear about is Ozempic, and then Oprah's like, by the way. After all this talk about Ozempic has kind of you know started to settle in, all right, all right, everyone's taking this. Every celebrity, celebrities yeah. that were not overweight, you know, yeah, talking, course, openly yeah. talking about taking it, and then you've got Oprah Winfrey saying, "I'm out at Weight Watchers," and I'll admit I've been I've been using Ozempic. It's like, dude, right? Well, I can't works, think of a, guess, this right? is going to be the biggest like sea change thing. Well, yeah, in, I mean, for two years. reasons. It's going to be huge. Because it also, like, you know... It changes everything. Right. Well, for diabetes, for diabetics, diabetics, it works. All other weight-related health issues. They say if you're diabetic, issues. it may not help you lose weight as much as oh, people really? who aren't diabetics. Oh, I didn't know that. But it controls your A1C. So, I mean, okay. that's great news. Okay. Right? And then for people who want to lose weight... They're losing weight. They're losing and so weight. all the health things that come with, you know, being overweight, which something, you know, the majority of Americans are considered to be overweight... Uh, I don't remember what the percentage of obesity is, but I know I say the majority is considered sure. overweight. You've got all the health problems that are associated with that, even if you're talking about your joints or whatever it is. You've got a drug now that it's pretty damn close to a cure for overeating, supposedly. Right. People are talking about how they feel full. I know. Do you know anyone who's taking it currently? I don't. Okay, so I do. And obviously I don't want to say, oh, oh, yeah. Really? She started taking it. Now, the thing is, she's not, like, wealthy. Her family you know, and her husband aren't, aren't rich. Uh you know, like middle middle class, I would say, but uh, I, I wouldn't think that they would have like you know a thousand bucks to burn every month. But I think I, I'm of the understanding that that's about what she's paying for, which I've heard other people saying that they have a to thousand pay about, bucks a month. Uh huh, about a thousand. But I can't remember exactly how long she's been on it. But I will tell you this: she looks completely different. It hasn't been that long, and she looks completely different. I mean, the, I saw her the first time I saw the change. I was like, whoa! And then I found out that she was taking this medication. Right. And then someone told me, like, man, have you seen her lately? I'm like, yeah, I saw her, you know, like a couple months ago. Like, no, 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 look at her now. Whoa. I mean, it's it's crazy. And she says, now, I guess the I've heard different things about Ozempic, about whether or not, you know, when you stop taking it, if your appetite's going to come back, and just like going on a diet, you know, would right, you have sure. to take it for your whole life, all those things. But even if you did, the prices are going to start to come down. Other companies are coming sure. out with their own uh, GLP-1s. They have the form now. Oh, do they? Yeah. And then they have the drug that you sent me about. It's one shot so for that's, a year. Yeah. So that's like, you know. And then they have stuff that's not the GLP-1 that's something different. It's supposed to work even better. Well, there are going to be. So GLP-1s, I think, are just, I think the one is literally like first generation GLP drugs, right? right? Yeah, but there's a whole different drug. there's going to be second drug. generation GLP drugs. Right, but then a whole different drug okay. that is, a, you know. A different way to do this that they figured out. Okay, so I know so Eli, Eli Lilly, I think, has a GLP-1 coming yeah. out if it's not already out. And Pfizer has one that they're uh, going to come out with, I've heard. That thing I sent you is, you know, 
a little different because you know it's it hasn't necessarily been proven yet. But that's why I sent it to you because the stock was like nine dollars. Well, it only makes share, sense that they'll you, get to a point to where you don't have to have the shot every week. They, well, they, they, and they're promising this shot like once every four years. But so, said, in that article, you said it was once a year. Oh, so the thing I read said every a shot four once years. a year. They but then it, they've already come up with a pill for people who don't like the shots. Uh, they okay. say it's just as effective. Really? So you take a pill every morning. Well, the the guy that I was listening to in this podcast said that this will be these drugs will be uh, have a bigger impact on the economy over the next years than artificial intelligence. He's like, and I'm not trying to downplay mm-hmm. AI. He's like, but I think we've oversold AI a little bit, and I don't think people have really started to realize the full ramifications of these drugs that are very effective at losing weight. This is like. The thing that people have been waiting for yeah. forever, it's kind of like you know when the hair loss thing finally comes along that works. Sure, there have been things that help some people, and you can take diets, you can do these different plans, and they're, right. you know, but this is like kind of the magic bullet, right? And it's not perfect. Some people experience side effects just like any drug. I hear people talk about that. Well, this percentage of people will get stomach cramps or whatever. Okay, well, that's going to happen with But they also drug. say that the people who get the stomach cramps or the nausea and mm-hmm. that stuff, like as they take it, it goes away. Okay. So you slowly, like, I don't know what the milligrams are, but let's just say you start at 0.5 mm-hmm. and then you go to whatever, one. And, mm-hmm. But usually people get it at the 0.5. So you don't take the full amount of it. You slowly introduce it. Right, because it will give you these things. But as you take the 0.5 or whatever for a month and then go to 0.75 for two months, and then so... Then the side effects is, you know, your body gets used to it. Well, I mean, the, which only makes sense that we give you stomach cramps and, I mean, it's changing your, right? right. I mean, well, not everybody experiences it, by the no. way. No. It's, it's actually even, the, I think some of this stuff is a pretty small percentage. Right. But when you think about how many people are already taking it and how many people want to take it, it's one of those things, you know, like they say, if everyone in America took an aspirin right now, it would kill 300 people or something right. like yeah. that. You know, anytime you've got this many people using something, some people will react to it differently. But, Think about how many people you know who want this drug. I know so many people who've said, I want to get it. I want to get it. I want Ozempic. I want Ozempic or Rigovi. I've heard right. this from so many people. Sure. And the thing is, at this point, uh, people that I know, like this woman that I know, they're willing to pay the $1,000 a month. And it won't be that. They don't really it'll, have it'll it. go down. Exactly. The price is going to come down. So it's like, you know that the price is going to come down. You know it's going to be easier to get. Mm-hmm. But this drug is so exciting. And there's going to be alternatives. Like, I hear it in, like... Um commercials like um and i don't want to say the wrong thing like a weight watchers one of those companies mm-hmm. where you go in and they help you lose weight and it said i heard it was like for 99 dollars a month you can also get the glp1 shot to help you okay so it's like you know here we're going to teach you how to eat different and we'll give you for this. an extra money you the can get the shot right? <laughs> right it's like okay well right. wow right wow i guess that uh booklet you gave me really helped <laughs> Yeah, and look, I don't. That by the way, I think that stuff does work. I just think for a lot of people, it's hard to stick with. It's right. like I've heard that minoxidil for hair loss works, but sure. people but don't want to do it because it's a pain in the ass or whatever, yeah. right? So I just can't. I, I I can't imagine like the or comprehend rather the amount of money that this company is making and that they're forecasted to make, and how many people want to get their hands on this. I can't remember in my lifetime. I mean, maybe people wanted the. Uh, well, I guess not as many people wanted the vaccine during COVID even, you know? Right. I think they wanted lockdowns then, but a lot of people were like, I don't even want the vaccine. Right. This stuff, it seems like just about everybody wants to get their hands on. And man, I just think if we had only known, of course, if we could have bought oh, it. Oh, yeah, who knew? Good Lord, man. If we were, what, like, were people talking about this? But they I had think to those drug work. companies, you know, yes, but don't, 
I mean, don't feel too bad because those drug companies, their stock was expensive anyway. I was. Yeah. You know I mean, it's not I, like you're like, could I have bought Ozempic? No, you would have had to buy Eli Lilly or something. And that, their stock was already. You like, I could have bought this at a penny. You No, you could have bought uh, fractions of shares right, or whatever sure. they call that stuff. Yeah. I don't know anything about investing. But did you buy any of those uh, shares in that company that I sent you yesterday? My hot I did stock not. tip? Well, I bought some, man. You did? I and? bought some. Well, actually, I haven't checked it today because I'm not worried about it. They're, they they just tested it on animals. So, yeah. I mean, we're talking about it's like gene therapy. But the one, I mean, one shot a year makes sense. Yeah. If they but can it's, figure it's, it out. It's, it's gene therapy. So, like, they got to inject a virus and do the whole thing, and then it changes the way your pancreas works. I don't totally understand, but I don't need to. No. These guys say it works, and their stock was like $9.80 a share, and I said, I'm in, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Because I may not necessarily be, you know, waiting in line to get Ozempic, but I want to follow that money. Oh, I mean, sure. I mean, it's so there. Much money. Like, it's could, there. Could we open some sort of I mean, and that's what store. you're looking for, again, because if you're looking, you know, Eli Lilly's already expensive. So $700-something right. a share. So, you know, yeah, you could buy, but it's only going to go up so much. Right. If you could find that company that's 9 bucks, Which is what I'm saying. Right. I know that's what I'm saying, but yeah. that's what you're looking for. That company that's 9 bucks. it's got, it's pretty close to Olympic, they and claim. it's got, right, right. and it's, you know. They That's what you're looking doing for. It. What is the stock? Uh, the stock, by the way, I didn't even know that they had come up with this weight loss thing. Am I allowed to say what it is? Yeah, of course. I, I just saw, I, I was looking through it's, like the monthly. If you look up guts. Yeah, that's how it's listed on the stock market, G-U-T-S. It's Fractal Health, I think is the name of it. And when I was looking through February's IPOs, I saw something that said Fractal Health. And I'm like, ooh, healthcare. That always, that right. always sounds like they're going to make a lot of money, right? Sure. Un- unfortunately. <laughs> so I'll go look at that. And when I, I read about them, I was like, oh, this is a company that's trying to have like an, uh, a superior version of these GLP-1 drugs by right. doing like gene therapy or something. You know, it's a long shot, but the stock was like nine bucks or something. So I sent it to Lazo and Nick and said, buy in, boys. Buy yeah, in. Right. And now I'm sharing it with you. This could, that's what this show's become. <laughs> become Laszlo's uh, sports betting picks yeah. and my horrible stock market advice. Hey. That blockbuster thing really blew up in my face. I'll never live it down. No. It wasn't my fault. The no, SEC wasn't. was and like, was why are people making a, so much money? It was such a good pick that they, that shut, they it shut it down. That's how I feel. That's how I feel, too. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. It's, 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 it's the way I choose to remember it. That was not your it. fault. I mean, I, obviously, it was in the news. Why are so many people buying it? And, you know, I didn't want to tell them because I'm manipulating the stock over here. Because we're on the radio yeah. and I'm telling people to buy it. That's people, why. I'm sure people are like, you know what? <laughs> Enough to manipulate that stock to people listening to us. They're like, yeah. Yes, it was. And I was like, it. dude, they're getting bought by Dish Network or buying Dish. I don't remember what the story was at the time. But I was like, this is going to be huge. How much was that Blockbuster stock, by the way? I think we paid less than Ooh, like. Not much. It was less than 50 cents a share, right? It was a penny stock at that point. And we bought a lot of it. And the thing is, it. True story, it actually started going up. And then there was a news story about how this stock, the Blockbuster stock, was going up, and they couldn't figure out why because the stores were all closing. So the SEC said, we don't understand this, so we're shutting it down. They took our money. They just shut it down. And took our money. I was like, what happened to my shares? And like, we stopped trading and we took away your money. I don't know if you could even sell it, too. I you think couldn't. it's still in there. It was like gone, right? It's just it. That was it. I think it's just frozen in there. So now I'm all in on this. Whatever it's called. Guts. Guts. That's what I'm in Guts. on. Tried to get Snowcone to buy it, but he's more of an online sports gambling guy. So speaking of which, I saw well, someone bets tonight. Someone was talking about betting F one. We need a uh we need a sports pick for you. Baseball's still a month away. I mean it is March. When's opening day? The twenty eighth, something like that? End of March. Yeah. We're getting closer. But for this weekend, take a look through there. And before we get out of here, can you give us a a pick of the weekend? All right. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. Take the bucks. 
money line and Giannis over 28 points. That's what I'm going with. Boom. There's Turn your, those in. 10 bucks to make you 40. There's your pick of the weekend. Go ahead. Put your house on it. Chuck could be bought nine shares of our stock. Hmm. That should help. Not bad. Isn't that how it works? Yeah. If more people buy it? Yeah, they're going to Martha Stewart you in a minute. I know. Three more people, that'll be $27? Yeah. I probably shouldn't be probably shouldn't be talking about this, huh? Well, you become friends with Snoop Dogg. Ma- ma- so. Maybe that's how the uh, blockbuster thing got taken away. Yeah, because you know, they, they knew. said, yeah, they said it was just because they were worried about going up. Like, this they knew, guy like, slim fast. Talking on the radio. Yeah, I watched that octopus mar- murder thing. The pro- you guys are probably just here to misdirect me, and Man. you're all working for the CIA. I need to be a little yeah, my more blockbuster suspicious. cashed in. You got that money? Got that mo- big money. Mm-hmm. What about AMC? They should I get, still own it. They should have a good weekend. I heard Dune already made like $30 million. It's done like 10 times as well as the original movie. It's hmm. huge. I've got, go tickets, it? I've got tickets for tomorrow. Hmm. Yep, we're going to see it tomorrow. We're going to rewatch the first one tonight. Yeah, that, you got to do that. Yeah, got to do that. I haven't seen it in a long time. Brooke's seen it like four times. I haven't. She so, loves it? Loves it. Her and her sister. What the hell is it about? I, I don't really remember. That's why I got her watching it. Something about uh, guys walking around spice. In sand? Yeah, they're selling <laughs> spice like drugs, and there's the good guys and the bad guys, and uh, Tim Tim is part of the good guys and Tim uh, Tim Tim Chalamet, yeah. and uh, you know his may his knife shatter or chip and shatter. What? Yeah, he says that. I don't exactly know. I got to watch it again tonight. But What's people like the new ones. What's it about? It's the it's the highest rated. Do you see the snow cone? Highest rated movie in IMDb history. What is it? It broke the record yesterday. Dune two. Really? And every article wow. I've seen today says probably going to go down soon. People will start to agree that it's the best sequel ever. Wow. Yeah, that's kind of crazy, right? So I th- they're making three of them, but people love this one. Last I saw it, it had like a 98% What's it about? It's about people selling spice. What? And then Tim Chalamet. Why are they selling spice? You know, and like, they're just walking around in sand? It's like a big sand planet? Yeah, it's a sandy planet. And people are bored, <laughs> as, bored as crap. Like as you sand dunes, right? Is that why it's called dune? The sand dunes? I think there's, I'm not sure. Someone I feel like that. I've just only seen a picture. I, I just saw it's sand dunes. I assume it's because it's dunes, right? Yeah. But anyway... Uh, so they walk around sand dunes and sell spice. They sell each other? spice, yeah. And there's bad guys and good guys. What? What? Good guys who what sell bad spice? Or it's not really wizards. Someone said you won't like it because it's wizards in space. I mean, it's in space in the sense like uh, that we're in space too right now. Our planet's floating around in space. Anyway, watch it. I think it's streaming now on. They kept moving around. It was on HBO. I think now it's on. You. It's something you have. Paramount or. Uh, Maybe Netflix. The first, one? the first one. It might oh, be on God. Netflix right now, actually. Why, are they, why, why do they sell spice? Because I want to get high. What, spice gives them high? It's a drug, yeah. Spice? Yeah. Like it's not really spices? No, it's it's drug. It's, it's called drug. spice, though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't there a real drug called spice? I don't know. I, I may be getting is. this wrong. Is it's it called like spice in Dune? Was or something? Guys, in Dune, is it called spice? Is that is that what it's called? I think it's called spice. Uh, yeah, and it gets you high, and there's people trying to sell it, you know. Oh, they say... It's illegal. It lets you see the future. Yeah, you got to watch it, man. It lets you see the future. I don't remember. I okay, it, Spice was slang for K two. That's what I thought. I remember watching the. You saw the original one with Sting in it, right? Remember that no. one in the eighties? You didn't watch that piece of crap. No. Oh, that one sucked. It made me not want to watch this or care about this. People talked about it like, oh, Dune's the greatest book ever. I'm like, I saw that movie when I was a kid. Yeah, it was, it was supposed so to be horrible. Stupid. Well, then right. they made it again. I was like, I'm not going to. Well, watch it was what's his name, and his movies never make sense. At least, usually, never make sense. So, but yeah, the new one's great. So, watch the. How first do you know one. it's great? I haven't seen. I'm it. saying the the new original, and now the second. We don't one, even know what it's about. I, I forgot it, but I remember liking it. I enjoyed you it. It's great. Yeah, I like. And I ask you what it's about, and you don't know. Yeah, it was really good. But if I asked you about something you really liked, you would know. Oh, What's The Godfather about? 
godfather. No, it's about. He's a godfather. And his no, he remembers son. He really liked it. That's fair. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, he doesn't he, know what it's about. He well, gets you killed. Forget, you know, important plot. But, but you remember you liked it a lot. That's fair. he gets killed, and his well, kids you should are know kinda, what it's about. His if you kids like are them. vying for power, but then his right. oldest kid gets killed too. Right. That's well, as much as spice, and they're selling spice, and there's a good guys and bad guys, and they're trying to, you know, stop them the from same. selling spice. And they've got all the, they're taking all the resources from the planet, and the poor people like Zendaya. You like her? You loved that show sure. that she was in, right? She's in it. You should watch it. That's enough now to make you watch it. She's she's a she's a good guy. You'll like it. And Ice Spice is in it. No. Well, she might be actually. I might not have recognized her at the time I saw that. I don't think I was familiar with her yet. But Zendaya's in it for sure. Zendaya. I think Zendaya. But you don't, Zendaya. Know, you don't really know what it's about. I just told you what it's about. Mm. You watch it. I'm not, I don't want to ruin it for you. You got to see what happens when you take spice. It's something it sounds else. Sounds to me like a movie that you watch with your girlfriend. She really likes it. And you spend a lot of time on your phone, not paying attention. No, actually, I watched it before her. Really? She wasn't interested. Yeah, she doesn't like sci-fi. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, that's why I think maybe you'll like it. She's not a sci-fi person. Neither's really her sister. And her sister watched it on an iPad, and it totally hooked her. And she's been she's the one who's been saying we have to go see it this weekend. I'm like, okay, let's go. So my brother bought the tickets, and we're going tomorrow. Hmm. Your brother dating your sister? No, he just bought the tickets because he's dying to see it too. He's like, "Are you guys going?" You guys go a lot together. They go a lot together. Are they dating? No, but my he gets along really well with her her family. They see each other. They just like him a lot. Because you guys are going to go to the you know. No, they just like movies together. Her whole family likes him a lot. She likes him a lot. Like how much? Just like they, you know, we hang out a lot. He comes over. Is he kind of dating her? No, that's Lazo's girl. Well, I mean, I would clearly step away if your brother was. It's interested. not his girl. It's not. It's Lasso's girl. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's, it's not, your brother. It's not interested. his girl. No, he's not interested. Well, he's probably interested. He's never said anything about it. He's interested in seeing the sequel. So that's what we're doing tomorrow. Independence. Be happy to see Independence. It's been a little while. Now I'm just kidding. Has it been that long? Probably since I've been to Independence. How long has it You're been since you've been to Independence? Yeah, that's where I'm going to see it. I don't think I've ever been there. <laughs> You've been there. Never need to. You've been there. Oh, the Independence Event Center. You've missed every show there. You didn't go see Arcade Fire there. I didn't. Huh? Didn't go see the Mavericks play hockey and win I did. games. Okay, there you, there go. you go. You don't need to go to Independence. I went for the Mavericks. Exactly. Like when my kids were little. There you go. Mm-hmm. That was the last time I went to Independence. There you go. That's good. Keep I'm it go- that way. Going tomorrow. Well, good for you. Well, have a good weekend, guys. You too, you too man. Huh? Good luck with those stock tips. Could have some with your son. Good shows and diets. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.